you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. Thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. I sometimes love the podcast episodes where I just get to talk about the common questions that I get. And and I get it often. When should I be partnering with HR? And even recently, I was a podcast guest on The Jinx Perspective. And it's a leadership podcast specifically focused on nonprofit leaders. Patrick Jinx is a wealth of knowledge, and I was really excited to be a part of this particular podcast in general. And so one question he asked was, when should I be partnering with Willis HR, right? Or just HR in general? When's a good time to hire HR or even outsourced HR? Now, those are two different questions, but really, when is it the time to leverage HR knowledge, right? And I know that everyone's looking for this black and white answer and you press a button. It's like, oh, now is the time. Well, reaching out to HR could be for a variety of different reasons. So my response was, even whenever an employer is thinking about or soon to be employer is thinking about hiring their first employee, you still need HR guidance, right? There are still state and state considerations and employment laws to consider. So how am I doing this correctly? Am I in compliance? And then also thinking about how do I onboard them correctly? What are the best ways? What should I be thinking about in regards to their offer letter, their training, their communication plan? I mean, there are so many things to be thinking about, even if you have one employee. And then we also have clients that reach out to us whenever they have 10 employees, 40, 50 employees. And I'm not saying that they didn't leverage some sort of HR, but maybe they also had an office manager. And I love office managers and we partner with them constantly. But the but depending on who's in that seat, they don't have the HR knowledge experience and probably more times than not are overloaded, right? So because they're, they're the catch-all, they're doing everything. So really, every employer needs HR, but it's just a, a certain amount or a different kind of HR, and that may even vary per company. So I like to say to our prospective clients, you can have as little or as much of Willis HR as you want right? But we also want to design it and customize it to what are their specific needs today? And you have to have an understanding of (laughs) the specific needs of today from an HR perspective may vary three months from now. So there are going to be components of, yes, I need to be thinking about certain state and federal employment laws. There are certain compliance standards that we need to have in place But in addition to that, there are so many HR best practices and they're there for a reason, even if you want to build off of them and massage them to make sure it fits that your, you know, your values and your growth plan. But there are HR best practices that, well, seasoned HR professionals, 
and even new HR professionals can have learned about and can bring to the table to ensure that we are attracting the right candidates, engaging them and retaining? How are we providing feedback to our employee base? What do our employees want and need? And how do we continue to grow the organization and not disrupt the organization in a way that is going to be a hindrance to our team that creates turnover, that creates employee dissatisfaction. And, you know, everyone keeps talking about the quiet quitting and there, there's whenever we jump on something, it's like you hear it and it's in every article. But with that quote unquote quiet quitting, I mean, everyone's been quiet quitting. I mean, it's just now it's we've, we've termed it for quite some time. And so if you are staying engaged with your team, taking a pulse, there are multiple outlets for your employees to either communicate their feedback or request the pieces that they need from a technology standpoint, operationally, or at least have a mechanism of two-way communication, then the, the quiet quitting will be identified and they'll actually, you will know from a leadership perspective how to specifically reach that individual employee and how to make sure that employee doesn't have a negative impact on the rest of the team. So I went through a whole path of, of that, but that's an example of a strategic aspect of how to engage HR. There are so many reasons and facets to human resources that it really could vary greatly depending on the season, <laughs> truly the season. And so and it doesn't just change, meaning that, you know, it actually turns summer, it gets hot and people just start fighting. Now, there are trends that you'll see that, you know, you have more employee conflict and one season versus another. And there are absolutely pieces that we need to plan on because there are deadlines and dates um, from a calendar perspective and even partnering with accounting and, and your payroll partners. Sure, absolutely. We can have an HR calendar. We want to design it to match the needs of the business, your performance review times, all that jazz. But really, we need to understand that we can have a strategic and we should have a strategic and proactive approach to human resources for your organization, but we also need to leave a little space for actually reactive interaction. And that's because there inevitably, and I'm sorry about this, but there will be HR challenges, dare I say, people problems that will come up. And that is, that is our job. It's our job to help leaders navigate people problems, solving those problems, but also getting to the root so that it actually helps the organization, that team grow and evolve through it. So it's really unlikely that your organization will be free of people problems. If so, I need you to call me immediately. We need to do a case study and let's discuss this. Okay. I need you to email jada at willishr.com because we need, we need to know about this. You could be our, our star client. But seriously, it is so important that kind of whenever you think about HR, you have this mindset of, yeah, absolutely necessary. And you need to be educated enough to understand the aspects that we're working on, what we're thinking about. But we're going to share with you, you know, what's our plan? Be looking 30 days, 60 days, three months, and even a year out but also understand that our plan is fluid. So there's not a one size fits all. There's no press a button. 
and everyone need, needs HR. But I'll tell you, it's very unlikely that an employer with one employee needs us as much as an employer that has 20 employees. And typically, we may even start off with a certain package with a new client and realize that maybe we need more hours dedicated to this particular project, or maybe it is a separate project. So I think whenever you're planning, because this will alarm the folks that are very much control control enthusiasts that want to plan, but also from a, a budgeting perspective. And my best advice is, yes, I encourage you greatly to partner with HR, whether it be with Willis HR or another organization HR is a necessary seat at the table for small businesses, for nonprofits, and especially, obviously, as you continue to add more people into the mix. But also have a level of understanding that you may start off with this level of engagement and evolve into the next level. And that could be with just call as needed or grow into, you know what, I really do need 20 hours a month. So I think you can you can actually massage and look into some of the the pieces of what you've been focused on, but then understand that there is going to be a continual focus. I mean, red target on how do you engage, how do you retain your employees and your staff? How are my leaders communicating with their employees? And then as a prediction, I'm sharing this with you first, I really believe that in the future, we are going to have to navigate the burnout that's happening among leadership. It's happening right now, but it hasn't hit the mainstream of like, you know, as quiet quitting, we haven't really turned a name, but I have a prediction that there will be a a somewhat of a mass exit when it comes to leadership. And we, we being HR and senior leadership need to start putting some plans and some pieces in place that helps leaders have an outlet as well, have just that support that they need and and the flexibility and time off, but also that there is succession planning in place. And so there's so many reasons and times on when to engage HR, but I think it's finding the right partner that matches your style, but then also, you know, the culture of the team and where you're going. So (laughs) I always, it's so hard when you can't provide that black and white answer, but I'm going to use, I'm going to lean on what my employment attorneys would say in response to probably any question. It depends. So it's always a good time to partner with HR and the right HR will also tell you, hey, this is what I can do. This is what I can provide. This is how I can help. And then you know what? You may not need our help right now. Call as needed. Or whenever you add another employee, I want to get a little bit more involved. I want to help you in designing out some of these employee best practices. So I hope that helps just a little bit. If you have questions, I want you to email those questions over. Info at willishr.com. If you have an additional need or just want to have a discovery call with myself or a member of the team, go to our website, willishr.com. Contact us. You also can get some free resources there as well. And uh, check out our HR Essentials Lite. So I love answering these questions uh, specifically because they are the common questions. But again, throw out some other questions. I bet someone else is thinking the same thing. So I'm going to leave you with this. Do one kind thing for yourself and one kind thing 